Hello and welcome to episode 19 of The Edge Backstage Pass, the weekly podcast from the Tuesday night show at the London comedy store, The Edge. This week, big and serious stories dominate the news, and once again our team manage a good mix of deference and irreverence as we cover what matters and a few things that definitely don't. Enjoy. Hello, I'm Scott Caparo speaking to you from San Francisco, the epicenter of everything. Hi, I'm Ria Lina, and I'm coming to you from London, um, where we still have some of our statues. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Steve Griffin, coming to you from the London borough of Lewisham, uh, scene of a mini uh, Black Lives Matter march last week, which yeah. passed off without incident. Beautiful, Ross. Hello, I am Imran Youssef. We're zooming in from London. And I finally completed Shenmue 3 on my PlayStation 4, and I've started The Last of Us four years after I bought it. Wow. Wow. Extraordinary. Wow. So what is your reaction to the news? Have you been watching every minute of it? It's it's inescapable, isn't it? Like, uh, we know exactly what's happening in the news. And uh, this is is bigger than 9-11. Like, I remember when that happened, and the world stopped, and I realized that, you know, there's going to be a lot of answering to do. Uh, And now, 19 years later, we're kind of a little bit off the hook because it's about the pandemic and white supremacist uh, violence institutionalized in the police uh, and other, you know, areas of uh, Western political uh, structure. And so um, I'm having a little break, but at the same time, I realise, echoing what you said from last week, we've, we've got to be involved in standing up for each other. And we've got to speak up, you know, got to speak up. So uh, I've been doing my bit via uh, via Twitter. I wanted to go into March, but um, a bit scared to go out because, you know, got to take care of my mum. Right, that's a good point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On that sort of comparative thing, which we mentioned a little bit last week, is this going to be bigger than Me Too? Because Me Too... I think made quite a big difference to the world, didn't it? It would be lovely to think that this could genuinely make some real difference. Is it as big, bigger? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be bigger. It uh, has the potential to be, uh, you know, you, there's not many. That, funnily enough, by the way, there's not many statues of women to tear down. And that is an interesting fact in itself. There's only about, and I speak of someone, by the way, my, my show this year in Edinburgh was going to be called Kick Over the Statues. And it was about <laughs> this very subject. Wow. This very subject. There are only about 12 statues of women in the whole of the UK. Um, and one of them is uh, a brilliant one of Emmeline Pankhurst in Manchester. Uh, if anyone's seen it, it's a fantastic uh, statue. And there's going to be one erected in Cardiff um, of one of the Pankhursts as well. But, you know, it, it's, it's indicative, isn't it? There's not that many statues of women. So following the Me Too movement, they're putting up more statues of women. So in a couple uh, of they years, they were going to. more statues yeah, of black women. Yeah, they were going to anyway. Wow. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, do you know, it's interesting that the uh, council, before the coronavirus went off, in January they had a meeting and um, the mayor of Liverpool said uh, that they were going to get all the 60, 60 place names in Liverpool are named after slave traders and they were going to put plaques up by the street names explaining exactly who they were and why the streets were named and that was put on hold. But this week they're meeting again virtually, uh, and it will be passed. I think. I, I, I looked up in, in Bristol, and um, the, the the one who who, who who the statue is named after, and found it. Obviously, you probably know this already. There are hospitals and schools named after him as well. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to name the hospitals, which recall the schools, and I just think it's also important. 
at least it has been in the US, to understand why this all happened before they tear everything down and try to make their name disappear. Because in the US, they've tried to make, I think, any history before the First World War, between sort of the revolution of the First World War, basically the 19th century, disappear in history books, which I think is part of the reason why this has happened in the US. Because I think a lot of young people don't understand, uh, if if they're from a certain economic background, they don't understand what happened. They don't know what this, what, what the Civil War was about. They don't know who, that, who Lincoln was or, or why he's important, mm. why his wife is important because she was really the brains behind the outfit. And uh, the reduction of slavery was really important to her, but not to Lincoln. He was more about keeping the union together and all these things. And, and it was the right of the South to uh, remove themselves from the union if they thought necessary. So the Civil War should have never happened in the first place. And if you look at the facts of what happened historically, you might understand a little bit more why the situation is the way it is now. You know, in the U.S., people are now stealing cars not for the car, but for the gun in the car because so many people keep armory in their cars. Mm. So police departments are not, Americans don't feel safe, which is, I think, no. part of it. Well, I, don't, I don't think the answer, now they're looking, you know, at Congress, at, at roof at reforming policing laws and, and the rest of it. And really that's not where the money needs to be going anyway. Yes, the police are doing too much. Yes, they have no mental health services so that they're, you know, they're asking for the police to be covering a wide range of services. But bottom line, this is the time where you pump all that money into primary and secondary school education and you start teaching people. That is the biggest issue is that there is a huge educational gap between what people, uh, understand happened exactly as Scott said and what they need to understand in order to be able to overcome what their parents are telling them to believe about the people around them and their neighbors and the police and everything else that's what needs to have happen um not just oh well we'll talk to the police unions and see if they'll fill in more paperwork every time they draw their gun which is what they tried to implement in Cleveland and then the police union said oh no we can't have the police scared to pull their gun out of their holster in case they have to file paperwork. And I say, any policeman that can't fill in a form shouldn't be a policeman in the first place. It's, weird thing. <laughs> it's amazing how many um, cultures, countries in the world have embraced what's going on with George Floyd. I'm, <laughs> I'm shocked and surprised that, I, mean, I know the internet and all that, that you know, messages travel quickly now, but I'm really um, kind of overwhelmed by the, by the response so quickly. Did you see the I, Yorkshire I think... tea and PG tips? Yeah. yeah. Tips. <laughs> yes. How um, yeah, but them in Yorkshire too. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but they're black tea. They're black tea, so it's fine. <laughs> you know, um, part of it too in the U.S. is the reduction of guns has to happen, and that would help. Guns on the streets, it's, and then the way the yeah. police are armored now with leftover stuff from the Middle East, which is shipped back and sold to them. Uh, so, um, you know, part of my family—they're all police officers in the north part of California—and um, I asked them, you know, why do you fire so much? Why do you shoot so much? You know, when they say someone's been found dead with 50 bullets in them that you know or 500 bullets that were released in 3.5 seconds and my cousins are like that because that's all the that's all the bullets we have if we had more we'd release more inside that body what yes whoa so they're, they're saying if they they would shoot 500 if they had 500 they had but they can only shoot 50 that's amazing he said because we're outnumbered and we keep asking the voters to vote in judges that will pass gun control laws but they don't so until they do, he said, you have no idea the kind of um, weaponry we're, we're fighting against on the street. Wow. He's trained to wound. Nobody is. Nobody's trained to shoot to wound. Is that even a term? Shoot to wound? No. Shoot to kill. Then if you shoot someone in the leg, they can still pick up a gun and kill you. So we shoot to kill. It's pretty wow. crazy. The way what about behave. shooting in the hands then? Then they can't pick up the gun. You're sweet. They're pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> How about tickling? I like that. It's a video game. It's like a real 
like the piano. You were about video games earlier. How hard is that to shoot someone in the hand? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very good at, uh, at you know, uh, I'm very good with a sniper rifle, with a rocket launcher, and all kinds of like dangerous weapons, but only within video games. <laughs> Only that. I allow I can get all that rage and anger that I, I have in myself out into video games so I don't do it in the real world. That's why video games are good. Play violent video games. They allow you to get your anger out and then go into the world and be nice. That's, yeah, but <laughs> that's probably what the new video game is going to be. It's going to be a video game of people pulling down statues, isn't it? <laughs> Venting yeah. all their rage. Right. Maybe there's little chewing heads that chew statues. That's how long I play video games. <laughs> Are you talking yeah. about Pac-Man, Scott? Is that right? Yeah. You, you know what I want? I want to know chewing whether heads. we're going to, with all the statue pulling down, like it's easy to go around Britain and say that was a slave owner, that was a slave owner, and pull them down. Um, from that mm. perspective. But what are we going to do about Churchill? Because Churchill, while he is the British hero with regards to mm. World War II, was a horrendous figure in Kenya, uh, where he you know, rounded yeah. up the locals and, and put them in concentration camps and killed them. So are we also going to take responsibility for that side of history? Or does it not count because it wasn't on our turf? Because we barely had them on our turf with the slave trade, did we? We're like, they docked for a couple nights and then they kept going. But are we going to take well, responsibility that's not actually true. for that? That's not actually true because the reason that we've got large black populations in many of the cities is because of slaves, isn't it? Uh, like in uh, Bristol and uh, Liverpool, those black populations are mm -hmm. basically the descendants of slaves. Um, so I think it slaves. absolutely permeates British society. Is that you true, know, Steve? You cannot... That might be my ignorance. I thought that most of our black population came back from the West Indies after the Second World War. And they so did, did but there's a, there's a certain proportion. Uh, um, I'm maybe talking off the top of my head. <laughs> no, I think there are lots of, there are lots of descendants of slaves. There are. There's Most of our slaves, infrastructure, by the way, comes from the, the, uh, the beautiful buildings, the Georgian buildings in Bath and Bristol and Liverpool, etc., come from the money made from slavery. Mm. That's that is uh, you, that's an irrefutable fact, and actually, that the guy that David Olasoga, the historian, did a brilliant program last year. He said that um, slavery was abolished in the 1820s, but it may as well have carried on because people carried on de facto slavery anyway. Uh, but also, the amount of reparations that were paid to the slave owners—they got millions in today's money paid to them as compensation for the loss of their property, as it were. You know, millions and millions of pounds. Yeah. It's weird how anyway. unthinkable that is now, isn't it? I mean, that, that is right. Yeah. Everyone thinks that's unthinkable, do they? <laughs> Are we going to yeah. pay Bezos millions when his workforce, made, when he's made to pay them properly? Is that's that what, like, ta we, tax we cuts? Don't they get, like tax rebates? Uh, we, 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 we provide recompense to banks and corporations who abuse and manipulate their employees all the time now. Yeah, yeah, we do, yeah. And we always have, up through the diamond trade, up through, you know, the, after the Second World War, when Britain asked populations to come over and help them rebuild, and now they're putting them on planes and sending them back. It's happening right now. Exactly. Yeah, Windrush, it's, isn't it? Really very I mean, it's, it's maybe less, I don't know, it just seems, it seems very similar to me. And uh, I, saw, I saw Pretty Patel's speech in front of the, um, the parliament yesterday where she talked about being name-called in the schoolyard and stuff. And I think that she's trying to man manipulate the situation to her own benefit, which is doubly offensive in a way, I think. <laughs> Sorry, did you just say she remembered she was ethnic just now? <laughs> she did. She's she remembered. Because right. I've been watching her for ages 
Paige is going, woman, you're brown. And she doesn't seem, you know, she doesn't seem to act or think the way that I would (laughs) want her to act as a a brown woman in so many ways. But incredibly manipulative and really, really insulting. And I think, you know, what what it, like Rhea said earlier, I think education is really helpful situation so people can make decisions. I mean, certainly in British schools, we don't get taught, we don't, we don't get taught. In in London, you do. But when I was growing up uh, in Liverpool, we, we didn't get taught about the empire at all. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, we we were told that it was a great thing uh, in passing, and I do think things have changed. But I think in the vast majority of British schools, the kids don't know jack shit about the empire. Mm. They they think it was all hunky dory. We went over there and civilized them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, which, ironically enough, was Winston Churchill's point of view as well. Actually, I'd say, Steve, I took my kids, who's going to start secondary uh, next year, and we went visiting a school, and they were teaching that in the classroom. You know, the legacy mm. of the empire. And I was very impressed because uh, my experience is the same as yours, as it was just a little bit of red coats yeah. won a couple of battles, but no kind of yeah. oppressed the entire freaking world. But but yeah, I think, it seems like it's creeping in now, you know. That's what Gove just brought. I think that's come in with Gove because my kids are definitely learning. They're doing entire sections on on the UK's relationship with things like the slave trade and Windrush. And it's, an, and it's a section in itself, whereas it was our entire history education was whitewashed, 80s, 90s, early noughties. Don't be uh, mm. Michael Gove on this podcast, though. I won't have it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, but like... I was surprised. <laughs> I'm not, not that it was his idea. I'm just saying that someone threw Lena. it in there and he signed Sorry, the Lena. <laughs> <laughs> the lizard. The lizard king. Well, you know, me and, the me and pretty, you know, me and pretty. <laughs> Up there together. In 1992, we were shown uh, the uh, we were shown the film Gandhi uh, at school. And I remember, and it was a Ben Kingsley one where he browned up to play Gandhi because there were no oh, Indian yeah. actors in the world. Except of <laughs> the guy who played Ben Javeri from Short Circuit. Remember that guy? My name is... <gasps> yeah, yeah. Yes! Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> he was also browning it up. And uh, we, we watched that, but to credit to my teacher, Mrs. Brown, in, uh, in Norbury School, 1992, she said, "We're watching a film. Uh, it's uh, we're watching Gandhi. It's about the British. It's it's uh, and she not not that it's about the British Empire, but she said the British Empire is nothing to be proud of. I remember her saying that. Wow. And when she said that, I, I remember going, "Why? What did we do?" And I and I took like collective ownership of going. Oh, hold on. What did I do? Like, well, how was I involved in this? Hmm. Um, and then we watched <laughs> Gandhi, and we're like, "All right, that was messed up." Um, and then that was it. That was, uh, and then I went to high school, and uh, and then, then I went to my American high school and uh, learned mm. American stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> and <then> that was... <laughs> I don't know whether Scott feels the same, but yeah. I, I felt my education was the ultra uh, Roman Catholic because I was I was brought up in a Catholic school, and um, and it just shows you the power of education. We got history told from a totally Catholic point of view. So to us. Guy Fawkes was a hero, and the priests oh. were like uh, superheroes, uh, hide, all hiding in the priest holes and everything. And it's only when I came away to university, I sort of thought, and I got the other side of it. But I, you know, I, I grew up thinking that the priests were great. You know, they were, they were uh, you know, uh, suave, athletic uh, heroes. Uh, battling the horrible forces of the Reformation, etc., etc. You would have. We did. That's exactly what we got. <laughs> that was the priest I wanted yeah. to meet. We did a lot of. <laughs> we did a lot of. We did a lot of finger painting in, in electronic courses. They were trying to um, get us out of school as quick as possible into the workforce. And then I joined drama. So once I did that, yeah. I was completely removed from all of it, hanging out with the freaks and. Uh, <laughs> 
And then in drama class, you know, in, in theater, music theater and stuff, we had a couple of, of lecturers come from other countries. One was British and, and tell us their version of this musical or that play and stuff, which is really illuminating. When I brought it up in class, um, I was asked to leave the room and then I almost didn't graduate from high school. <laughs> so if you bring up anything in class that, that distracts or that is different from what they're teaching in the public education. Of course. You know, yeah, of course. America, that's it you're out they have a long list of kids that want to get in that school they didn't need me so it's public no schools. no diversity quotas back then yeah, yeah thanks for that, no. thanks for that. <laughs> but it didn't have any <laughs> yeah no nothing yeah. I mean, you know, I grew, I grew up in a, in a really, uh, believe it or not, in a very white suburb. And um, uh, to us, there were no problems. There was just nothing. We weren't told any. I mean, you know, limited news as well in those days in, in, in America. Just nothing. It's weird, though. What, what's strange, I realize now, because there's a channel here in the States that plays these programs from the 70s and 80s on TV, like Good Times and uh, one, you know, all these shows from that time that were all black casts and there are four or five of them that were in the top 10 mm. and now mm. on tv there are very very few and and i looked up um the highest paid performers the top 10 highest paid performers in the 70s days and almost like a, a, a majority of them were black on the list so it's it's almost as though people admire and adore the culture to a point in america but the minute it becomes real people feel threatened it's very strange you know mm. there's a lot of vitriol on facebook here and and in the media here on tv which you can only trust halfway i know about what what to believe when it's shown you <laughs> very strange <laughs> everything's filmed now so there's no Oh, that didn't happen. Bullshit, you know. But, but by the way, the, the lawyer for the police guy is now claiming that his knee wasn't on uh, George Floyd's neck, wasn't he? <laughs> this is today. This is today. Yeah, he said it wasn't, it wasn't actually on his neck. I just read it about two seconds ago. Politicians. <laughs> this craziness. You can fucking see it. I know. There's a mayor in the South who said, if you can say I can't breathe, then you're breathing. <laughs> I mean, when you say this stuff, it, it doesn't Whoa. help. Wow, 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 wow. Mm. Fuck's sake, man. Yeah. Hey, on a lighter note, have you seen that there could be war between uh, North and South Korea again? Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, North Korea has cut, has cut off the special phone line because they've sent Good these time. balloons. Good. These <laughs> huge balloons over. Uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, slagging off. Yeah, it's, it's a struggle. Yeah, Do you think you'll really struggle. follow through with that? I think you have to feed your army for it to be effective. Well, know. they're the only ones that are fed in, in North Korea. They are really? elite group of people. Yeah, everyone else is starving except for the army because he needs to keep them loyal. Yeah, uh, but apparently he's upset because they criticised um, his dress sense. Oh. <laughs> Who, the army or the South Koreans? <laughs> Can you Koreans? imagine that? Yeah. No, the South <laughs> Koreans. You know, Look at him. He's always wearing a grey suit. I'm not making this up, by the way. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> A thin-skinned guy with nuclear weapons, but you know what? What next, eh? Were there any other lighter stories? Anything to well, what about towards uh, the end? Come on, come on, Scott, Madeline Cow. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, in Brazil, in Brazil, they're hiding all the numbers of the dead. Yes. Of the, uh, yeah. What did you say? Yeah. They're hiding. So, uh, the Brazilian government decided to take off their their government websites oh, yeah. and yeah. their official we uh, health websites all the numbers. Of, of the sick and dead from the coronavirus. But people are using drones. We bought my husband's cousin a drone, actually. They might be using it to film mass aerials, to release those wow. photos. Yeah. That over a thousand a day dying in Brazil with corona. And Bolsonaro <sighs> keeps saying, well, I'm fine. Well, I don't know what everyone else is suffering from because I'm doing all right, so. Mm. A video of a, of a baby kangaroo and a wombat who are friends somewhere on Twitter. <laughs> 
Oh. <laughs> Tell us more about that, Imran. How do you feel those issues affect the world? Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think they might both be orphans. And so the baby kangaroo, which I believe is called a joey, uh, doesn't have a pouch to retire to. So the, the, the people who take care of it have created a little hammock and it jumps in the hammock and the wombat, uh, a wombat, if you do, it's not a bat, it's, it's like a koala bear, but much bigger uh, in terms of the way it looks. And they're just mates and they just hang out. And we're like, well, if that's possible, what else is possible? Oh. <laughs> I, saw, I saw an American video. There's a, a woman on TikTok who made yeah. American tea. And I don't know how she made the American tea, but then she said, I've had oh, so yeah. many requests for British tea. So she made a cup of British tea and it's just caused absolute outrage. I know, I saw By it. putting a <laughs> mug of water in the microwave. But, like, <gasps> three, but, but half to three quarters full. Then they put, top it up with milk. Then they put the tea bag in. Then they add sugar to taste. And they and it's, it's horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying. <laughs> That is the I know, worst thing I've heard in the last three weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, just, you can't unsee it. You can't unsee you want it. To, you want to see Mick Ferry's post about it. He's lost his mind, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's very, 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 very angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boris Johnson losing his hair is it true what I've read that he's losing his hair yeah I, I read that now I mean that wouldn't Do, be a bad I, thing would it I said, yeah. does anyone else think like me that he still doesn't look very well he still looks pretty ill Boris yeah. I watched him yesterday yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry Scott I just think he's not probably not sleeping very well got a lot going on no. oh really yeah. luck guilty conscience yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a kid and all that, you know. but, you know, yeah 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 up all night yeah. shagging the babysitter yeah okay yeah. <laughs> but outdoors because it's not allowed inside it's of illegal course. inside yeah, yeah. no the laws don't apply to them really you know that so it's coming's that's not going to get nothing's no. going to happen no. that's, that's no. we're not even talking He's about got that away. anymore i've had a letter no. saying we can't talk about it on this podcast uh, was it from dominic cummings himself was it, it, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hand deliver that it <laughs> that's got to be one of the greatest give me a hug uh, when I said I would, uh, I would honour it yeah <laughs> oh. he drove you to he drove you to Castle Barnard to do it didn't he? yeah we, we met in um, Durham obviously <laughs> yeah well yeah. did um, anyone that, that was a great conference though wasn't it in the garden that was just 45 minutes of sheer fuckery wasn't it him sat there in the Downing Street garden did you see it Scott in America oh no, yeah some of the most uncomfortable TV I've ever seen in my life <laughs> Someone said that he was obviously went straight back to number 10 and as soon as that door closed, he just fucking bawled in somebody's face, didn't he? What the fuck have you just made me? You know, you can see the hatred boiling in his eyes. Because yeah, yeah. mm. uh, he was, he was, you know, he's never ever had to do that. Ever had to answer for anything. But no, I, he no. sh I think though, one more screw up. He can't afford any more screw up. One more. <laughs> one more. <laughs> It's one more. Yeah. How about 43,000 more? Yeah. yeah. I told you she was a Tory, didn't I? I did tell you. Yeah. <laughs> if I could vote in this country, that's... No. Um, I'm technically not here. Could... No. Oh, whoa, okay. Perhaps we'll Ooh. leave your name off the... Uh, off the Name and location. Could we do... I always try and do one positive thing. It, originally, it was a positive thing about lockdown. I guess we're doing what's mm. easing for you. What's what, what have you got back, maybe? Something positive from everyone, please. <sighs> I can't think of anything. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, Steve, how I wonderfully can't. in character. It's all, it's all shit. But has anything uh, eased for you, Steve? Anything eased for you at all? Uh, I can get a cup of coffee at my local uh, hipster coffee place, which is, uh, whether that's easing or not, because it's nearly a quid. Um, well, the bars have opened, but they're serving, they're serving drinks only outside in San Francisco. It's been very warm. So people are drinking on the street, getting hammered. And I've seen a couple of fist fights, which has been a nice change of pace. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> Socially distanced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, oh, can I just say something positive did, have, did happen in Lewisham? Uh, the resident uh, street nutter is back. He still screams and shouts oh. in the street, so it's nice to see him. Oh. Back, so. But wait, that means he got kicked out of his hotel. Uh, he, I don't know where he sleeps or. I'm 100 yeah, percent sure that's did. not a positive story, Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm so fine. I'm fucking depressed. I am. Hey, man, you got something positive for us, mate? You're a positive chap. Yes, absolutely. I think, uh, despite the horrors of what's happening uh, on uh, on the news, it's great to see so many people coming out and speaking up for each other. And I think we realise that you can't be silent when you see somebody else suffering from discrimination that might not be pertinent to you, but ultimately will be. So you know, stand up for everyone. Doesn't matter who they are, where they're from everybody's human rights uh, matter despite how hard that might be because of our own personal prejudices because we're all a little bit prejudiced uh, we need to do that so that we can live in a world without violence and full of love like oh it. that was lovely yeah, that was yeah. how am I supposed oh. to follow that yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay, Say something about your, you get your spoons washed or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> go back to the one back. Hey, Ria, in the in the edit, I'll put Imran at the end. Don't worry. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Please. I, I can put some nice music. Well then, well then, I'm going to say it first. If you're going to put me first, I think it's wonderful right now how we're all learning how to, you know, listen to each other and back each other up. No. Um, yeah, I I totally agree with what Imran has said. I can't say that before if you're going to put me before in the edit, can I now? Uh, yeah, that's no, fine. I now think... I'm going to put you afterwards because you've you've backreft it, and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, everything that Imran said. Um, I have to say I'm I'm learning a lot. You know, I'm learning like you 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 always think that you're open to it and on top of things and there's always more to learn especially about history especially what's happening um and i have all the more time to learn it because my kid went back to school last week so i've got 14 days before we all succumb um and i'm just gonna utilize that time to the max you're gonna masturbate oh so much <laughs> so much <laughs> and then i'm gonna learn how to do it with my left hand and do it some more so there's a stranger in the room i know <laughs> <laughs> oh well guys i think maybe we ought to let there you go. <laughs> well, there you have it. Scott calling Rhea out on her future plans. For our live section, we're going to include a little bit of extra show for your enjoyment this week. We'll start with Jared introducing the Live and Die game, where you'll see just how tricky the edge can be as Rhea and Ian Stone take subjects from a feisty paramedic, and then Dave Fulton joins in for burning issues with Paul Thorne as they dance around some really tricky suggestions. Ladies and gentlemen, so you've met the team. We're going to crack on with our first uh, game of the show. It's called Live or Die. Uh, the whole team get up here and uh, news stories come from you guys. They have to step to the microphone and do a fucking joke on that. Um, and uh, if you like it, you get to shout live and that comedian survives to the next round. If you don't like it, you shout die. Oh, man. What? <laughs> Shit. Oh, no is what will go through their head 
when you shout die. So it is proper, it's fucking edge of the seat sort of shit. And they don't know what news story's going to come up. They're going to be standing here. They're going to be standing here. And then I'll get a news story from you guys. And then they have to fucking step forward. None of this shit's pre-planned, everybody. Yeah. First up, Ian Stone to the microphone. News story. Yes, hand up. Very polite. I fucking love this crowd. Come on. Yeah, I knew that, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm a massive Taylor Swift fan. I mean, I am the demographic, aren't I, really? Uh, yeah, my kids moan at me. Dad, will you stop going on about Taylor Swift? <laughs> no, but she's great. I love her stuff, especially that first album. Fucking hell. That blew my mind. <laughs> anyway, she's what? She's won the what? She's won the... Is she? Uh, right. Was it? I should have been watching that. <laughs> well, is that news? I mean, all right. Oh, well. It is news. Back off, paramedic. <laughs> no one's ever said back off, paramedic. <laughs> Having said that, I'm about to die here, so I might fucking need one. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm pleased for her. You've got my back. Thank you. Listen, I'd love to chat. I'm a little bit busy at the moment. I, uh, <laughs> Taylor Smith, what the fuck do I know? I, I like a bit of music. It's great and everything. <laughs> I'll just fuck off. <laughs> if you want Ian to live, shall live on the count of three. One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> if you want Ian to die on the count of three. One, two, three. Shake it off! Shake it off! Shake it off! We've lost one. We've lost one. Next up, Rialina to the microphone, please. News story from under this section, Team B. News story. Uber. Uber. Fucking. People don't want to give an actual news story, just saying a word. <laughs> Uber. <laughs> That's this week as well. That's Uber. this week. That's Uber just, yeah, you oh, don't want yeah, it? No, fucking you go for it, it. fine. Oh. Yeah. Uber. Genau, danke. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, genuinely half white. Um, <laughs> just, just doesn't show. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Uber, Uber lost their license again, didn't they, to work in London because they've been doing naughty things like letting one guy put his picture on someone else's account, which I know as a woman worries me. There's nothing worse than expecting Asim and getting Abdul. Uh, you know, more than once I've just been like, fuck, that's not what I was expecting. But I think, though, it's, I think it's good news overall because, um, I don't know if you know this, there's 45,000 Uber drivers in London at the moment and they all need jobs now. And then there's some fuckwit that promised 50,000 new nurses. Um, so I think that we've got the perfect solution. We'll just retrain them all and your painkillers will be with you in three minutes. <laughs> Two minutes. <laughs> Ten minutes. Because they got lost in radiology and had to take the back stairs by pediatrics, and I had no painkillers for you. Your nurse is serving another patient. <laughs> Rialina! Nice one. 
If you want Rhea to live on the count of three, shall live. One, two, three. Yeah. If you want her to die on the count of three, one, two, three. Ooh, two Uber drivers in. Ooh, you're through, Rhea. You're through. I like it. All right, like it. So we're going to move on to our next game to introduce that. Ladies and gentlemen, please make some noise for Ian Stone. Okay, the next game is called Burning Issues. Basically, three of the comics come out. They'll sit at the back of the stage. Here they come. Dave and Paul and Rhea. And they're going to sit back at the gym. So basically what's going to happen is the three of them are going to sit back there as they are now. And we're going to get some questions from you guys. We're going to talk about the burning issues uh, of the day. Uh, I'll start you off uh, with obviously the biggest news story. Um, Taylor Swift. <laughs> well, apparently she's been... Uh Nominated more than any any nominees. <laughs> That's what I heard. Uh, I get the same uh, dyslexic newspaper as this lady gets. <laughs> and Taylor Swift has been um, nominated uh, more times than any other can nominate her in the, in the denomination. <laughs> but she started out as a Christian artist, right? She did like Christian kind of songs, didn't she? She was like, you know, God. Well, when is she great. was seven. I'm not either, but I. Re- I Thank you. Thank you so well, much. And what do you do for a living so I can come by and hassle the shit out of you doing your day night? HR Marcia, I hope. Yeah, you have no idea. Good for you. Do you hear that, John? No idea. What, so, do, you do? Uh, what do you do? What do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? That involves not being able to Compliance. speak. Compliance. 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 Wow. wow. Wow, yeah, the old compliance. There's awards for that and everything, isn't there? Have you ever been nominated for a compliance? No? Okay. Okay, I think we've covered that now. Um, <laughs> and let's talk about Prince Andrew a little bit. Uh, Dave, you're from the United States of America, obviously. Have you slept with him, Dave? <laughs> Only when he was younger. I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, Rhea, are you a fan of the royal family? Not, but you'd be quite like them, don't you? Some of them. Well, America, we, we like Prince's Die. We like I'm a big fan of the good. ones that don't want to molest me. Wow. Well, I'm honest, which is about, down, yeah, that's about two. Two yeah. of them. <laughs> Um, one, uh, one of them is Philip, and he can't find it. <laughs> oh, no, but he still wants to, and that's the issue, really. He's just driving a black cab around Windsor Castle at this point. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going anywhere near him driving. Um. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get a, a question from the audience. Is there any burning issues that you'd like uh, answered? Anybody want to... I mean, I genuinely, we'd Hong like... Hong Kong riot. The Hong Kong riot. That's okay. how you do a riot. Yeah, fucking hell, mate. They've been, they've been pretty bad, haven't they? Have you been, have you been over there? Now, look. <coughs> yeah, what, what, what was the scene? Describe it to us. Pretty fucking bad, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> some riots in Hong Kong, but I'm, I'm very much uh, pro Hong Kong uh, democracy myself. Oh, um, are you? Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely pro Hong Kong democracy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. So, so <laughs> do, you think, do you think that the Hong Kong you know, pro-democracy rioters were looking over here in London and looking at the Extinction Rebellion people going, really? Really? You just you just shut a bridge down? Really? Because you didn't want it bad enough, did you? Yeah. You know, one of those yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Where, where's the petrol bombs? Where's, where's the tear gas? That is a fair Where's the pro- rubber bullets? That is, if, if they'd have done some Pilates and interpretive dance, yeah. this shit would have been over by now. But they did, really? though. Yeah. They did, they did, like, they did that, didn't they? They yeah. did, like, weird kind of... You know, oh, the world, it's mm. happening here. It's no they lie down eat. a lot, don't they? They yeah. lie down I mean, a lot. I mean, I don't know. Because what, they're rich? vegan, they run out of energy, don't they? They <laughs> lie down, you know, gluing themselves to fucking fences. Like, in my day, we would have sniffed that shit, you know? <laughs> How strong could the glue longer. have been? Because if you don't use horse in your glue, it's not going to stick. What? 
<laughs> it's I'm horse glue. I'm just saying, like, if you're a vegan gluing yourself to shit, you got to make sure there's no horse in it, otherwise you're it's a hypocrite. And if it's not got horse good. in it, it doesn't work. <laughs> Even the paramedics. Just think of the thing that this is the detail you got to go to if you're gonna if you're gonna protest. It's like you know you got to think of the details, like the Hong Kong protest. You know, one of the things they tried We're to back. do in order to stop them was to like use ban face masks. Has that worked? No, because they still can't tell who's who. She's allowed to do that, Jack. Yeah. I'm not I sure. Say, I've got 37 cousins. Uh, I call them all Jim. I have no idea. I have no idea who's who. That was the most uncomfortable moment we've had here in a while. Let's have another question. That no, was uh, nearly a riot. No, ironically. <laughs> Jesus? No, that was just you saying Jesus. Have we got another question? Another, another it's question. Birthday, so, oh, yes, you have someone. So what? Would, <laughs> That's a yeah, lot. that makes it fun. <laughs> makes it fun. Makes you realize you, you don't count. You know, you vote, you, you vote your ass off. We don't think these guys are cunts. We don't want them anymore. And they went, yeah, good luck with that. And then they just fucking get on with it anyway. And you're like, but you lied to us, and this isn't fucking right. And they went, yeah, yeah, we won again. You know, it's it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like what happened back home in America. Nah, Trump's not gonna win. No way, he's gonna fuck one. No, he fucking won. Oh my god, he's gonna get out of there, isn't he? No, he's not. He's gonna get reelected. He's not gonna be elected. Yeah, he won't get reelected <laughs> because all the people with money are making the decisions, and almost everybody in this room, except for John. <laughs> have no say at all in what our fucking future is. So the best thing to do is get to two, get to three G's: guns, gold, and getaway, and um, and just hang out in the cellar to get the all clear, and then uh, kill your neighbor and gnaw on their bones. <coughs> um, well, I'm getting homesick now. So. Uh, what? <laughs> Anything to add to the bar? I just, you know, um, I, I just try to do my bit back again. If it's fair for them to lie, I do the same. So when someone tells me they're, they're going to vote Tory, I tell them about this new scheme that the government's brought in where they actually come to your house and collect your vote just to make sure everyone votes. So just make sure if you are going to vote Tory to stay home and wait for them to come nice. get it. Uh, I'm liking the sound of that. Nice. Okay. Let's have another question. Can I just make it clear at this point that I'm very much in favour and pro-democracy uh, in Hong Kong? <laughs> no matter what they look like. What? <laughs> let's have another question. Uh, let's have somebody else. Uh, somebody else have a question. We have any anything? Are we worried about? Oh, well, I'll ask you one. Are we worried about uh, anti-Semitism in the Labour Party as well? You know. Now be careful. Uh, who, well, we're not worried, no, because we're not Jewish. Um, are you well, worried? Well, my worries. <laughs> I'm more worried than you, obviously. Well, you know, you killed Jesus, so you kind of brought it on yourself. <laughs> yeah, and you've got a day off in April, so fuck off. I thought it was the bunny. I thought it was the bunny the whole time. Any, yeah, any other questions? I have one more question. Somebody, somebody, anybody want to ask a question about the news? you got one, sir. One. Boris Johnson's children. How yes, many kids. are there is the question. <laughs> Well, we're kids. not sure if he's got five or six. He's not been clear on that, has he not? Anything to add to... Uh, 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 only that I'm very much for and in favour of <laughs> democracy <laughs> in Hong Kong. For the okay. record, for the yeah, record. As long as we've got that clear. Let's hear it for the panel and burning issues, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. Thank you. 
So there you have it. Turns out Rhea isn't a Tory after all. So that's it from episode 19. Please rate and review us wherever you get this from. Don't forget to check out our ever-expanding online offering at thecomedystorelive.co.uk. You have been listening to Imran Youssef, Rhea Lina, Steve Gribbin and Scott Caporo, plus Paul Thorne, Dave Fulton and Jared Christmas. This podcast is edited and produced by me, Simon Mason, and special thanks as always to the Edge producer, Mr John Connor. We'll see you next time. 